Welcome back to my quarter life crisis, the twenty something podcast. Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. again. Eric's back. A tell a friend. A last minute call. A last minute substitution. I would say. I would say that's probably one of the best things about like having me is like I'm like a sub. That's one of the best things of having you, really. <laughs> like, let me make a call real quick. You know, out of my busy day, I just have a lot going on. You're hilarious. So welcome back to the podcast, Eric. E-Rock. Eric with a K. Thank you so much for having me, Kara. <laughs> tell us, tell the fam, what is happening this week for you at work? Big things. Big things, guys. Big things. Big things happening this week at work for me. So by the time this podcast comes out, I will be officially promoted and one step closer to being an account executive. So big, big things. Yeah, it's crazy how time flies. I mean, I knew this day would come, but it's just kind of like this whole month of April has just been preparing for a panel. It's just a big presentation that I have to present to a sales manager and mock a client call. Well, you've been working towards this for a year now. Yeah, pretty much. So this big presentation, I found out in March that I was up for panel. So I've been just preparing for it in April and Monday's the big day since we're recording on Sunday. Tomorrow. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. Thanks. I'm a little bit nervous, but I feel like I've mocked this call so many times that I'm like, okay, like let's rip the band-aid off and it'll be nice. Cause like I said, when the time this podcast release, it'll be over with. So Hallelujah. You'll be done with that. Yeah. Another big thing that's been going on with us is Eric is in his golf era. Yeah, uh, they call it the golf bug. Yeah, so I've been into golf lately. And the story behind that, so it, what was it, like two weeks ago that I like kept sending you like memes of like some golf clubs that, or not memes, sorry, like some... Stories and posts. Yeah, some stories and posts of like golf clubs that just released. And I was like, not thinking anything of it because I always send Caroline things on Instagram and half of the time she probably doesn't look at them but I sent her some like clubs and I, I kid you not I sent her like six pictures and post of- in the span of like three or four hours he would just keep sending me things and I'm like uh are you just sending these because you think they're cool or do you want them like what <laughs> you just kept sending them with no comment I'm like okay and let me give you some context behind this too like I've been telling Kara, I was like, okay, like I want to like get into golfing. Why? Why golfing? And why were you inspired to start golfing? Well, to tell you the truth, at the beginning, I was like, eh, this is like an old man sport. But then I was like, you know what? This is something, I mean, it's interesting. And then we went to Top Golf, and that kind of gave me like the inspiration. Well, not inspiration, I would say, but like, I was like, okay, this is fun. Once you start hitting the ball and making contact, it's like, okay, I like it. So I didn't want to go ahead and jump into like buying golf clubs if I wasn't serious about it, I would say. So it it was probably like, what, like three months before I bought some clubs? Maybe two months. Two months. You were also inspired by DJ Khaled. Let's go golfing. And pinballer. Ben, yeah, I would say that. I mean, as... Funny as that sounds, yeah, I was inspired by... You were influenced. I was influenced um, by DJ Khaled and uh, Ben Baller um, in this golfing journey. So Carol would say I'm pretty... I get influenced pretty easily. Mm-hmm. But anywho, so it was like around two months and I was like, okay, well, I don't want to buy clubs unless I'm actually serious about it. So I think... Was it last week or the week before that? I would say... Two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. I kept sending her these posts of these clubs like releasing and she gives me a call and she's like, how much are they? I let her know. 
And she's like, okay, go ahead and order them. And fellas out there listening, when your fiance or girlfriend tells you to order something, you don't ask twice. You, you just don't. Um, I've learned that lesson um, a lot lately. So when Kara was like, go ahead and order them, I was like, I was honestly shook because I was like, okay. Well, you keep talking about it. And I know you're serious that you want to get into it. Like that's at nighttime, you're just sitting there watching different golfing videos and all this stuff and watching golf. It's just nonstop. And I was like, you know what? You were already saying that you wanted to get a designer bag for your birthday, which I was like, whatever. Okay. So I was like, how about let's make a bar uh, barter. You can get the golf clubs, but if you get them, you can't get the designer bag for your birthday. So it's one or the other. Okay. Let me just pause it there. It wasn't a designer. I guess it's a- It is a bag. It's a duffel bag. So whenever we go traveling, it's, it's a Goyard duffel bag. So- which we are not going to have. Yeah, we're not going to have it anymore because I got the golf clubs. Because you made that decision and you chose golf yes. over Goyard yes. travel bag. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I was wanted to travel in style. But well, anywho, Caroline says, <laughs> order, order the golf clubs. And I'm like, okay, perfect. I felt like a kid. I don't know. I felt like I, I felt like a early birthday present. And it is your birthday present and Christmas present and everything. It's funny. Caroline was like, hey, like, this is your birthday, Christmas. Like, Santa ain't coming. He ain't Santa's coming not coming. Don't write me a list. He's not checking it twice. Yeah. You were so happy. Your smile. You were like, Ee! I'll post the pictures on QLC. Eric's face when he ordered them. He was like, literally so happy. It's funny because se several of Caroline's friends were texting her like, hey, like, Okay, no, you were posting these vague stories on Instagram, which could have been taken many ways. It was Eric, like his excitement about ordering these golf clubs, but people could have easily taken it as like, oh my God, something big happened. Like, oh, we're, we're pregnant or something. So multiple people reached out to me like, what is he talking about? Like, y'all already engaged, like weddings already planned. Like, what is he talking about? Like, what's so big? And I'm like, oh. He just got his first set of golf clubs. Yeah, that's huge. I was excited, so. It was just funny because I'm like, oh, yeah, nothing big happened like for us. It's just like he's getting into golfing. Yeah, so. False alarm, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I would say yesterday, which was Saturday, I went to a golf range nearby the house and mm -hmm. I registered to be a. A member. A member. So it was pretty pretty exciting. So this is uh, the beginning of the journey, guys. I'm happy that you found something that you're really interested in. Everybody needs to have a hobby or two. So I'm happy that you can harness your energy into something. <laughs> I know. And it was it was pretty interesting because it's like normally you see like posts about like women saying like, oh, like their man is like golfing and they don't want them to golf or like, you know, take some time. But I was like, oh, the other way around. Maybe Carol's trying to get me out of the house. Trying to tell me something. I'm like, you want to go golf? Uh, I'll, I'm going to stay here. <laughs> Let's go golfing. Yeah. Eric is in his little golfer era. He's going to take some lessons at the course. Yeah. Oh, and that's another thing, too. So registering for this uh, membership. membership, they have instructors that will teach you Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. So mm -hmm. Included. That, yeah, so you don't so, pay for like private lessons. Yeah. So... That's that's exciting. I'm excited for you. Eric keeps he's trying to convince me. He's like, let me cancel my Orange Theory membership because I'm getting this golf one. I'm like, no, no, no. 
no, 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 you're not backing out of me now. Well, yeah. So the topic came up that she's like, well, if you want to get a membership at the golf course, we're going to have to cut down on like several stuff. like On other expenses. Yeah. I'm I mean, just, that's, my that's... point is we can't just keep adding more expenses. But to your point, you're like, well, I'm about to get a promotion and a raise. So technically our income is going up. But I'm like, this is the issue that people fall into, though. Because like for me, like I look at people's finances all the time. And it's crazy because I'll see people that make 150, 200,000 a year. They have a ton of debt and no money saved up. And you're like, you just think like, how can this happen? Yeah. I'll tell you how it happens. Because you, at some point, like you're living under your means, you know, and then you start adding expenses on. You're like, oh, I want to get a nicer car or, oh, I want to get like, I want to start getting my hair done every month. That's going to be $300 or just different things. So you start adding on expenses to your lifestyle. You're making more money, but as you keep making more money, you keep adding on expenses. So you never actually get to feel that you're making more money because it's not like there's any gap of like, this is extra money. Like you're always accounting for the next dollar. So I just don't want to get into that habit where it's like, oh, I know I'm going to get a raise. So I'm just going to add on another expense. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I think it's a good conversation, though, to be transparent, obviously, with your partner as far as like finances. So when Caroline was like, hey, like if this is something that you want to get into, because for those people that don't know, I have found that golf is super expensive. Golf is not a cheap hobby. Yeah. So literally golf is pretty damn pricey. So I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to get into this like golf stuff, I'm going to take it seriously, signed up to get it like be a member. And I mean, yeah, definitely living like below my means is something very important, which kind of leads into our next segue about like finances. I know one huge decision that we had to kind of come to a conclusion is seeing Champagne Poppy in Oh, yeah. June. Yeah. So as you all know, we love Drake. I even talked about on the podcast, like Drake's going to go on tour, like I'm going to have to go. And the Drake tickets came out and it was an arm and madness. A the cheapest tickets that were available were like $700 a piece, if that. And that was on like the verified presale. Like that wasn't even like the general ticket release. Guys, I don't think you guys understand how bad we wanted to go see Drake. And it was like we were willing at that time to spend an arm and a leg to go see this man. But then. We kind of had to come off that cloud just because in June, we have a lot of plans coming up, which I'm very excited about. I know you're going to be a part of a wedding in June. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just kind of like being realistic and financially smart about things because essentially we're going to Chicago, spending some time in Chicago. So I know we're going to be spending the wedding money. in June and Lissa's graduating in May. So we have a lot of stuff going on on top of planning our own wedding. And we were just like, mm, yeah. we probably should sit this one out. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I was bummed out about it, but at the same time, I was like, my pockets are feeling a lot better, you know? Yeah. It's like, sure, we could have made it happen, but it's also like, if you just think about it, you're like $2,000 on one night. Like, that's a lot of money. Like, that's our mortgage for a month, you know? Yeah. It's like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) It's funny because Taylor Swift came to... Uh, she also came to DFW. Yeah, she came to DFW and Caroline texts me out of the blue and she's like, should we go? Like trying to be spontaneous. And I'm like, I'm working. And I'm like, no, like, no, like, I understand you want to go see Taylor Swift too, but it's like, okay, we got to be financially smart, which was a good decision on 
both of our ends and it's like okay like now we don't have to worry about like being like not necessarily like worried about money but like i know we're going to be spending that like during that time in that month we're going to be going and traveling so it's like if i'm going to spend the money i'd rather spend it in chicago you know what i mean like on food or well, yeah it's a give or take it's you have to decide where you're going to spend your money and then you have to realize when you have to stop spending money because you're like some of this stuff it's like okay cool yeah it would be really awesome to go see drake it would be awesome to see taylor swift but it's like I'm not going to put us out financially for like a month or two, like trying to pay that off when we could just like sit at home and watch Taylor Swift on TikTok live. <laughs> you need to calm down. You're being too loud, Eric. Keep so swizzing. yeah, that was our uh, financial conversations we've had lately. Um, it's an ongoing, you know, situation. I think we're really good about it though. We're very transparent. Yeah, we're very open. And I honestly think having like joint finances makes it a lot more smooth and like open you know because at first well we weren't engaged yet before like we were just dating but we lived together we had two separate like we had our own accounts completely yeah and that was a little bit harder because obviously like one of us has to pick up the tab whatever we do but then it was like i we can never remember like who has the money right now because our pay never aligned so It was just a lot. And that way, when we had it separate, I felt like we ended up spending way more money because it wasn't like an open discussion as much. But now that we have our, so we have our joint checking. So both of our paychecks go into that. And then we have our separate like savings and separate checking. So we always have an idea of what's going on. I always write out like our whole month of expenses. So I write that out. I write down our like paychecks and I'm like, okay, well, this paycheck, we're going to put 800 onto the mortgage or 300 for a car, like whatever. And we just kind of plan it out month to month. But I think it's important to keep checking in like, hey, I'm I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling stressed about this or we need to focus on paying this down or whatever. So it's always an ongoing conversation. Yeah. And I I would say we got a joint account before we were even engaged. Yeah. You know, and speaking on that topic like i never was really like worried i know some people are like kind of like hesitant to like to share accounts with like their spouse or their partner but honestly i didn't worry about it too much because i was like well like i plan on marrying this woman you know what i mean so it was like if anything it's just making it a lot easier and with that being said too it just gives us more like clarity on where we are at like hey like Mm -hmm. and i would say something like one thing that Caro is really good at that I like I'm honestly like super impressed is like she's always writing everything down like when it comes to like each month on like where we are financially and she also even like estimates like hey like we have some spending money if we do want to go out which half of the time I would say we really don't like like go out like Mm-mm. like that you know yeah yeah my mind's always turning it's yeah. like a good it's like a talent but it's also like a curse because it's like i can't like not think about it but no in the long run it will be very beneficial yeah and one of the things that are coming up is uh i know like speaking on i know you touched on it briefly but uh Alyssa's graduating yes caroline's My younger sister, sister Alyssa's or sorry eric's future sil sister-in-law my sister She's graduating with her master's and then she's moving to northern Indiana, which is like 
very close to Chicago. So that's happening pretty soon. Congratulations, Lou. Super excited for her. She's going to she's gonna join the rest of us in being an adult now. Yeah. Glad to have you. I'm excited. I'm excited to go to Lubbock. That's where I graduated from in December. For college. Of, yeah, for college in December of 2020, which seems kind of crazy to think. But I'm excited to go back to Lubbock, and that's probably going to be the last time before we really go back for anything. For a long while. It's like closing a chapter. Yeah. At first, you were there. Both of our, our step-siblings graduated from tech. Yeah. You did, and Alyssa did. Wreck them. So out of our whole family... Um, my stepbrother, my stepsister, my stepbrother's wife, my sister, and my fiance all graduated from Texas Tech. <laughs> We're a Texas Tech family. And I'm the only one that did it. <laughs> Gig them. Gig em, Aggies, baby. Yeah, I'm excited to go to the LBK. Super exciting. And then we have Nat's wedding, and then we have our wedding. Yeah. And I wanted to talk a little bit about our wedding and then also just like things in general for marriage slash like weddings that are like Things that we're doing that are not as traditional, like things that we're doing our own way, just because I think it's an interesting conversation to have. It's definitely interesting. Not in a bad way, but... First thing, I would like to ask you, what is your opinion on this whole wedding planning process? Like, how do you feel about it? Did you expect it to feel like this? Like, Because I know boys, when they grow up, usually they don't plan or dream like, oh, I can't wait to plan my wedding, all this stuff. But it's like, Little girls normally do. Like I've had a Pinterest board about like my quote unquote wedding since I was young. And it's like, I didn't really necessarily expect it to feel this way. Um, I would say from my perspective, I can't speak like on all guys, but I I mean, there was always thoughts in my head like, oh, like, am I going to like marry? Like, I wonder who I'm going to marry, you know? And even like through like my like dating phases, I was like, huh, I wonder if I'm going to marry this like girl, you know? And yeah, I, w- I would say like I knew I was going to get married one day um, and like propose, but I just never like knew like who like I, I'm well, you know? obviously. Well, yeah, but like I guess I never like to answer your question. I never put too much thought into it just because I was like, I know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, now that it's here, though, like what are your thoughts on like the planning process and like how fast it feels like time has gone so fast. We got engaged in what, January? January. And it's already almost May. That's crazy. And then our wedding's 10 months away now. It's crazy. I'm going wedding dress shopping in a few weeks. Yeah, which is exciting. We'll talk about that briefly here in a bit. But yeah, I mean, honestly, it hasn't been too bad. Like if you think about it, yeah, the communication with the resort has been like horrible. But like, I feel like it could be a lot much worse. You know, we already have. You think? I don't know. What like, could be worse? I, I I don't know. Like I feel like, I mean, if that's the worst that it's gonna happen is like the communication. I'll take that in a way because like now we have like we have com- like we confirm like where we're gonna get married, have the reception at. Mm-hmm. We know we're gonna get married or like have the ceremony you know, where we want. So it's like okay, now we have everything set in stone. It only took me um literally six months to get all of that booked. Which is the crazy part. It's like, why did that have to take so long? Yeah. I mean, definitely Caro has her ducks in a row as far as like, she's very organized, like I mentioned earlier. Um, so definitely, I mean, you're, you have everything taken care of. I feel like the only times I had to step in is just like talking to them in Spanish to be like, hey, like what the hell's going on? You know? Yeah. 
Because sometimes they like to act stupid when I call them. And I'm like, I know you know what I'm saying. Like, don't play with me. Don't play with me. I know you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... I already talked about it briefly. But, yeah. Planning a wedding in Mexico is... uh, It's quite the journey. It definitely requires a lot of patience. Don't expect any quick responses because they are not going to happen. So, yeah. I would just say if you're going to get married in Mexico, I would at least plan it a year in advance because if not, that this is what I was going to say. If we were trying to plan our wedding for like fall, uh-huh. that would have been really stressful because they're like, imagine not getting any of these responses and our wedding is like in three months. Yeah. So that was the nice thing. Like we had our wedding date literally a year in advance. So that's why it wasn't as stressful as it would have been, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. I know we're going back in September to go food tasting, so I'm pretty excited for that. Do a little know, birthday I'm so trip. Excited. That'll be our second time to the resort. And then when we go back for the third time, that will be when we get married. Yeah, we've been to Mexico a lot of times lately. <laughs> it's like, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. Mexico is just such a classic spot for a vacation. When you want a relaxing vacation. There's two vacations in my mind. Like an exploring vacation. Slash like sightseeing. Or like relaxing. If I want to relax. I'm going to go to Mexico. Because it's like I'm showing up to the resort. I don't have to leave. I can get any food I want. Any drinks I want. Dessert. Whatever. I'm going to lay my ass here on this chair. And like get in the pool. And like it's just super relaxing. You don't have to worry about anything. As opposed to like exploring like whenever we went to california and new yeah. york it's like okay. that's like sightseeing like that that type of vacation is really fun but, but you when you come to. back you're like you got to take a nap in between or go back to the hotel well no you like come back and you're like i need a vacation from my vacation because i'm so tired mm. you know but yeah i mean i like both both types of vacations i really like but it's just so nice to go to mexico and just like unplug like it's just so relaxing i would say i don't know if you mentioned it on uh qlc but caroline is in a facebook group that talks about the resort um as far as like weddings for brides for brides so it's just all brides which is pretty pretty cool in the sense of like hey if you have like q a's that you need to talk about i would have been lost without that facebook group i before we like actually set anything in stone I'm not joking. I probably read like a hundred reviews slash like just different threads on this Facebook page about everything. But it also validates my like thoughts. I'm like, you know what? I'm not crazy. This resort does suck at communication, but like everyone says that it works out and like their weddings look so beautiful and perfect. So it's like, okay, we're going to get through this. The communication sucks, but like we're fine. Like we're going to get married and it's going to be good. But yeah, the, the Facebook group has been a godsend. I don't think there's anything left. I mean, we got our photographer. We got the DJ. We just got to pick our songs. Pick our songs. Which I don't think would be too hard. But then again, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to really think about those. I just don't want no party in the USA. Party in the Cancun, Mexico. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, we also need to decide when we're going to get legally married. Yeah. Which because we're not I getting legally married in Mexico because it's not the United States. So we need to figure that out. I thought we agreed on October. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, my dad's now getting married in October. Ooh, congratulations, Dave. And, Jen. and I think our bridal shower will be in October. So I don't know. TBD on that one. 
But while we're talking about that, let's talk about some of our untraditional things that we're doing with our wedding. So first thing I would say is uh, the wedding band. Yours. Yeah. So yesterday, Caroline's mom, she's like, hey, like I read something online that men are wearing their engagement bands before the wedding. The wedding. And I was like, well, honestly, I wear mine just because, I mean, we already we already went to go buy it. And also, too, it's like we're already married. I feel like to me, like we're already married beside. Well, it's like, why would I wear the engagement ring and you not? Like we're both engaged, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't taken like in a bad way. But I was like, yeah, like, I mean, it feels like I'm already married to Caroline. So and I already have it. And it's like, I'm, I mean, I'm excited. You to don't want to wait you know? another year to wear it. Like, no, like I'm, you're I, excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited that it feels like I'm married. And now it's just like I'm celebrating it, you know, mm-hmm. in Mexico. So, yeah, that's one of those things where it's like it's one of those like, quote unquote, like rules. Like, oh, the groom doesn't wear the ring until the wedding. But it's like, mm, if we don't like want to do it that way we're not so that's just one of the things where i'm like "Ah, i don't care and like another thing is typically the bride is supposed to get a wedding band so like i would have an additional ring with my wedding ring but you didn't want one no i don't want a wedding band i like my ring how it is it's very simple like there's nothing on the ring part Mm -hmm. like it's just a solid band with a big rock like i don't want anything to like take away from that Exactly. But it's like, I'm not going to just do it just because people tell me I have to. Yeah, no, people in the office are like, you're married? Did you get married already? I'm like, no, I'm getting married in March, but the ring, I already have the ring. So they're like, oh, okay, cool. Another big non-traditional thing is I'm taking your last name. You are. I don't know. Have we mentioned that on the podcast yet? I don't think we have. Yeah, I'm taking your last name. Yes, Eric's going to be Eric Kloninger. Eric Kloninger. Eric Klon. There's two parts of why. So first part, okay, actually, let me just start this with a premise or a whatever they call it, a side note. I did not force Eric to do this. I don't even know (laughs) when we established that this was our plan because there is no set memory in my head where we're like, oh, yeah, this is what we're going to do. And I don't even know when we brought this up. Like, it has to be years ago that we talked about this. I mean, I I guess it it's just funny because it's like going from like Eric Martinez because I'm like Hispanic to Eric Klon. People are going to be like, what the hell? Well, they're going to look at you and be like, what are you? Because <laughs> be people like, already <laughs> think that you're like, that people you look like, like DJ Khaled, like you're Indian or something. Yeah, I never know if that's a compliment or not because I'm like, DJ Khaled has swag, you know? Like That's so funny. But yeah, like they're going to look at me and I'm like Eric Cloninger. They're going to be like, what? You're gonna be How like, do you spell that? Um, who are you? So yeah. first reason on the why is I, so my family, my, my Cloninger side of my family, there's only like girls left actually. Yeah. So I have, I have two female cousins that are Cloningers. One of them is married. So she's no longer Cloninger. I have another one that's um, not married yet and she's a Cloninger. And then me and my sister. I had other cousins that were boys, but their mom was a Cloninger, so they didn't take the name. Like, they had their dad's name. So, Mm. long story short is, if me and Alyssa, like, you know, get married, whatever, our family name is over. There is no males left to carry on the Cloninger name. Like, my dad didn't have a son, even though I joke and say that my sister is my brother. Like, (laughs) there are no Cloninger boys left. And... I don't know why I just felt really sad about that. Like I, I love our family name. Like 
our family's origin. Like it's my family immigrated here from Germany. Like I didn't want my family's like I don't want my family tree to die. You know, it's kind of depressing to think about that. So I always thought like, oh, what if I have my kids do like a hyphenated name? Like, oh, Eric Martinez Cloninger, like hyphenated. Yeah. And so that was kind of the idea. Like, oh, I wonder if I could have my kids carry Cloninger with them. And so they could have two last names. Yeah. I can't, I can't even honestly, I cannot even tell you how, like, how did this conversation come about? But I know, like, I honestly don't think about it too much into depth as far as like oh in my last name like my legacy um is like not continuing uh, i know i don't know if we mentioned this on the podcast or not but like i don't really not that i don't care about my last name but it's like it doesn't have that much sentimental value to me you don't have an emotional tie to no, it. no i don't have an emotional tie to like martinez so whenever people like I tell people like, yeah, I'm taking Caroline's last name. They're like, what? Why? Like, and it's like, I they don't kind of say it with like an ick face. They're yeah, like, that's... what the hell? Yeah. And it's like, well, one, like, I don't care what you think. And two, it doesn't make me less of a man than like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can understand why people can feel that way. But like, in complete honesty, like, I don't give a damn like what people think you mm-hmm. know because at the end of the day it's like unless you're paying for my bills like <laughs> I, you know what i mean i you just sound don't like care. your mom right now yeah but like i don't know but well, you also don't really like you're not tied to your family that carries that name no I, i'm not close to like my dad so it's like even like my little brother he's like i want to change my last name to my mom's maiden name it's mm-hmm. like because it's just like we don't have any sentimental value to martinez you know what i mean and i'm not like trying to like shit talk like on that but it's just like why would we keep the last name when that name doesn't mean anything to us you know yeah and it's also another side point is there's um one million martinez's in this world and there's like five cloningers left <laughs> so that's another side point yeah so when caroline <laughs> when caroline uh, i don't even know when she told me that i was like hey like okay like i'll take your last name like it didn't even take like deep into thought about it so, yeah, Eric Cloninger. You see Eric Klon. Which is, I mean, I'm excited about. I know whenever I asked your dad uh, for his blessing in your hand, like his... like His permission, yeah. your permission, basically. Yeah. I was like shitting bricks. You were I, very nervous. I was very nervous. And I don't think I've talked about this on the pod, but yeah. So when I asked for Caro's hand, um, I was super nervous. Because I was like, okay, like, I I have to ask, obviously, for his blessing. But then I had to ask for, like, his blessing to carry, like, the last name. And I remember your dad saying, like, he looked at me, like, in shock. He was like, really? What? And I was like, yeah. Like, I told him, like, you know, like, I don't, you know, don't want to continue, like, being a Martinez. Like, I just don't have any, like, good memories, like, with, like, my dad and that. And he was like yeah like he was like he was he was happy about it which made me feel really good because i was like okay like i appreciate that so i had to like ask him for your yeah i didn't even know you were gonna ask him for permission for that then so i thought that was well i mean i'm I'm already asking them if i can marry his daughter so (laughs) might as well just do it (laughs) might as well do the whole shebang there and then (laughs) that's so funny i never even thought about it like that well i didn't either but then i was like okay like let me just ask yeah that is a good point like we should ask for permission like we all got that name from my dad so it's like hey uh 
can I take your name? He's like, are you sure? I'm like, uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. I wish I could have seen my dad's reaction whenever you asked him that. I feel like he's probably more surprised about that than you asking for permission. Honestly, yes. That was like his reaction was just like, what? And I was like, yeah. Like, so. He's probably like, are you serious? Like, did Caroline make you do this? Like, Like, yeah, she put a gun to my head. (laughs) Oh my God. Some people, like, whenever you tell them that, I swear that's what they think. They're like, Caroline is forcing him to take her last name. Yeah, and that's like it's like bro, not the what? case. <laughs> like that's not the case. Like, and even when people like, because you know people are like judging, judging about it. Yeah, but it's like, dude, like it doesn't matter. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, well, it's like the whole premise of like taking people's last names. It's just like it's one of those things. It's just like um the way people do things. But if you ever like just sit there and think about like why. There isn't like a good reason, you know? It's like, why do we have to take your last name? So it's like, I don't feel like a strong, you know, like, I don't feel like that there's anything really heavy that like carries with that. So it's like, why would we take that name if it doesn't mean anything? And it's like, just because people tell us that's what we're supposed to do. Like, I I don't care. I think what it is, it's like, I don't have any like sentimental value to my last name just because like of my dad and my experiences like my relationship with them so that kind of just boils it down like the funnel you know and you were like hey i want to keep clonger and i was like okay like it was it was simple like i didn't think anything of it i also feel like it should be kind of seen as like an honor for like the name to be passed down to like the grandchildren you know it's like it's it would be an honor for us to choose that last name and it's like i don't think that my kids should have to carry that name like i think that carrying cloninger is like us honoring my dad you know where it's like why would we choose to like take the other name when it doesn't really mean anything to us it's like i don't want to change my last name to martinez it doesn't mean anything to me it's like it doesn't mean anything to you like yeah. So yeah, that's why my fiance is taking my last name, and I'm not gonna change my name to Caroline Martinez. Yeah. So if anyone's always like, "Why?" I'm just gonna be like, "Listen to QLC." <laughs> Listen to episode 38 on my quarter life crisis dot pod. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna send them the link. That's another non traditional thing that we're doing. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um. Yes. Another thing is that we're not doing any like formal bachelor bachelorette trips. We're not oh, doing yeah. anything like that. But I did have an idea. Uh oh. <laughs> Jeez, this is the first time I'm just now hearing about this. Well, I saw on Instagram, you know, you know Jacqueline Hill, the influencer that I follow, the makeup girl. Yes, remember her fiance makes the cooking videos. Yeah. So they didn't do a formal like bachelor bachelorette trip or anything like that. But I saw this weekend they had like a one night out where like. I think they rented like a party bus and like they had all their friends, male and female. So they had like one, like one night out on the town, like one last night out. You're not vibing with that idea? No, not really. Okay. I mean, you can, you can still have like your thing, like your girl stuff, like, but I'm just like, uh, I just want whatever makes you happy, you know? Okay. Well, I just thought it might be fun. Like one last night out, like maybe i'll do one last night out with my girls okay i don't know i'm just throwing the idea out no, no, no. like i'm, I'm not I'm going not, anywhere not like, okay i mean do you want to explain to the audience why like we kind of agreed on like no like 
Yeah, I think I've already talked about it a couple of times, but mainly because I just think that bachelorette parties and bachelor parties a lot of times are just a financial burden for people. Doesn't mean they're not fun, doesn't mean they're not memorable, but I think that it is a big financial responsibility to put on your friends. And they can say no yet or they can say no to going to the trip, whatever. But since we knew we were going to have our wedding in Mexico, I didn't want to put that on them and say, oh, we're going to have our bachelorette trip in, you know, Miami. And then we're going to go to our wedding in Cancun. Like, it's a lot to ask of people. And I don't want to put anybody in that predicament. So that's why we decided on no. Yeah. And not saying like anything bad about it, you know, it was just more of like, hey, like we're having our wedding in Mexico. That's going to be kind of our shebang, I would say. Yeah, it's like I want to celebrate my wedding and I want all my friends to celebrate with me, but it's like I want to like narrow it down. It's like I don't want them to pick and choose like we're going to Mexico and that's it. Like (laughs) I just want you to be there. Yeah. So that's kind of why we decided that. I do think one night out could be fun, but I'll have to like throw the idea around with Addison. I think she'd probably hype me up a little bit more than you. (laughs) And by no means am I like shutting you down whatsoever, babe. No, I know. (laughs) I I really just threw this on him right now. He's never heard this idea until now. Yeah. Another cool, interesting thing is that you're uh, going bridesmaid shopping, right? Yeah. So I'm going to look at wedding dresses. And then like one week later is when I'm going, some of my bridesmaids, Alyssa will already be gone and Natalie can't make it. But we're going to go look at bridesmaids dresses and have them try them on because those also need to be ordered like now (laughs) which is kind of crazy for those of you who aren't aware but like dress shopping is it's like six months out it's not like a suit i would say i I honestly don't know if a suit takes long but Mm -mm. i wouldn't think it does but like dress shopping takes like a long time yeah like i know for natalie's wedding coming up in june we just got that and you got it tailored but you ordered it like i ordered it in january They said it was going to take until May and it came in a little bit early, but it took like four full months to get here. And that was just a bridesmaid's dress. (laughs) But it just takes so long. And I was like, whoa, I wasn't aware about that. So that was pretty interesting. Yeah, it was funny because I told Eric's mom, I was like, hey, um, we're going to go look at wedding dresses on this date. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, it's so early. And I'm like, well... (laughs) It takes six months to get here and then you need at least two or three months for dress alterations because like obviously like dresses come in all these sizes, but like everyone's body fits differently in the dress. So it's like the straps probably have to be taken up. The the length might be too long. You really need (laughs) like eight or nine months. You know, I the thought just came to me. I haven't seen my mom in a dress. I can't remember the last time she wore a dress. You're lying. When was oh I lied the Christmas I lied. party yeah, I lied she wears a dress every year to the Christmas party you goober yeah I forgot about that <laughs> never mind I was gonna say I can't remember the last time she wore a dress it'll be our at our wedding but the Christmas party in December yeah but I'm I'm excited I'm excited for our wedding it'll yeah be, it'll be nice coming up fast yeah what other big plans do you have going on uh nothing <laughs> crickets 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 honestly after we go to mexico in september i don't think we're gonna do anything really until we get married yeah we're hunkered down we're in our fitness era in our taylor swift era in our golfing era yeah but that's really that's all that i got going on (laughs) 
Well, that oh, 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 one last thing. What were we gonna say? I was gonna say it's summer. Almost one last thing about weddings is Sophia Ritchie got married this weekend in Europe. Oh my gosh, iconic! Have you seen the photos of like the long dress, it's like Chanel, all this stuff? Stunning. This is whenever we need Addison. Stunning. Slay. It's so funny though because it's like she literally broke up with Scott Disick started dating this new guy and like has totally done a 180 i don't know why Who i just is this guy wait wait pause sorry she's marrying some rich guy's son i think her the dad of this guy is in the music industry i don't i didn't look into it but like everybody's saying like they run in the same circles i did see though to feed into this whole thing i did see that she changed from like christianity to she like, converted to yeah, judaism judaism mm-hmm, for him i was like okay yeah I think she really has glowed up in this era. She's like giving classy, chic, old money vibes glamour right now. Like, I'll see if I can post a TikTok, but like the photos of her when she was dating Scott Disick to now, I'm like, that's the glow up that I aspire to have. I did see that there was like a video on Insta where it was like talking about how Sophia Ritchie was like a stepmom at like 20 or 19 years old. And I thought that was hilarious. Minus the fact that they weren't married, but yeah. It's like those kids, like Scott Disick's kids were like maybe 15 years younger than her. She was probably closer in age to Scott Disick's kids than she was to Scott Disick. <laughs> Speaking of that, we saw the uh, Hulu docu- Was it a do- What do you call that? A documentary with... Uh, it was like a special. A special with Travis Barker and... Courtney and yeah. Travis's wedding special. I thought that was special. cool. I thought that that was cool. The thing is, whenever you just have money and you're rich... You can do whatever the hell you want. I was just like, whoa, like that's pretty cool. You, we didn't like groundbreaking revelation, baby. What? When you're rich, you can do whatever you want. One day, one day. One that day, was baby. so groundbreaking. <laughs> no, but it was just like cool. Like it was just like what? Like I thought what was more cool was just like the whole like yacht thing. Mm-hmm. It is crazy when you watch these shows. You're like, wow, what would it be like to have money like that? Do you think it's good to be able to like envision yourself and be like, oh, if I had that much money, I would do X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. Or do you think it's a bad thing to think like that? Because then it like makes you like compare to like where you're at now. No, I don't think so. I mean, I always tell you like, I'm always like, hey, like whenever I'm like, this is kind of like, this is our end home, you know? Our dream home. Yeah, like I'm definitely grateful for where I'm at in life, you know, and I appreciate everything. But it's all, I feel like it's always good to have like aspirations and be like, hey, like, what I'm working towards, you know, like have a goal in mind, like, you know, like whenever I'm talking about, Hey, like, babe, this is like our in, this is kind of like our in home, like our retirement home. Like once that time comes, it's just not the one we're living in now, just when we see homes. (laughs) Well, you know, but like, I, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. Now I think it's bad whenever you start thinking like differently about like what you have, you know, I think Mm -hmm. that's whenever it can be a little bit negative. Yeah. Negative. But it's not, I don't think it's bad to have like aspirations. I always fall in that mindset whenever, this is funny, I think a lot of people do this, when the lottery gets to be like $1 billion and I start thinking, what would I do if I got a billion dollars and I'm like, I would buy this and this and I give this and then it's like, Caroline, you have never even bought a lottery ticket. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, why am I thinking this? But that always happens to me when the it's like the mega million dollar gets to a billion dollars. I started thinking that shit. Do you remember, was it 
I forgot, was it for Christmas that we like played that game and we won the little scratch off and mm-hmm. we won like five bucks? Yeah, we won five bucks. And it's hilarious <laughs> because we didn't know how to like cash, cash it, it in. <laughs> We're like, do we have to go to a specific like. You thought we had to go back to the same gas station. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't think that's right. Yeah. Well, anywho, if you ever play scratch offs, you can take it to any gas station and then they'll scan the like barcode and see if you legit won. I so. think they just gave us like a $5 bill. Yeah, they were. I think. Yeah, I think they asked if you just want cash or like, I don't know. But yeah, like, what are the logistics if you really do win a billion dollar jackpot? Like, I, I would be. Do scared. I go cash that in at QT? Yeah, I would be. No, no, no. I don't think that's how it goes. No, but, but like, like, seriously, where do you take it? But like, who? Like that. That's honestly a good question. It's like I would be scared to like bring it to like. The I'd cash be like hiring some guy. bodyguards. Like, take me to QT yeah. and give me a. Secret that's, service detail. That is honestly a good question. Like, how do you, like, you have. Like, what are the logistics ticket? on cashing in the million dollar no, jackpot? No, no, I don't think. I don't know. Like, do they take you or, like, they don't take you, but, like, I wonder how that goes. Like, you have to. What do you think? There's, like, a, a lottery office? Like, I don't think so. Like, I think you just. Because, you know, like, sometimes when people win the lottery, the like gas station that they go cashing in at will be on the news. They're like, this QT right here on Highway 121 is where the lottery ticket winner has cashed their prize. I love how you changed your voice for that. but That's how they do it on the news. They're like, this QT right here could have been you. <laughs> it it, it could have been me, Tammy. It could have been it me. It could have been me, but I've never bought a lottery ticket and I've never gambled. But I'm still going to think about what if. That is a good question, honestly. You want to know something funny? Huh? One of my employees told me on Friday, they were like, if I won the, I was thinking if I won the lottery, I would pay off everybody's house on our team. Like I, like on my team at work, I pay yeah, off okay. all their mortgages. And she's like, I would give you a million dollars, Caroline. And I was like, that's so sweet. We, we need that in writing. We need that in writing. Like I'll, I'll put that on a certified letter. I'll notarize it. Yeah, no, I need, I need that in writing and I need your signature. Honestly, I believe her. In the, in the last four of your social, please. I can get her whole social if I needed to. It's kind of scary. You know what? what is also scary that just came in mind is this whole like AI. Chat GBT? No, not chat. That that too, but like the AI like voice. like Oh, how like, oh, like, like how, on TikTok, how they were like, create a song, like create a new Drake song based off of his current life. Yeah. And it was like a full song that AI created. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Like, I don't know how, like, I don't know what you think about it, but like, I was like, that's pretty, like, scary. Like, cause the voice sounds very similar to, like, him, like, rapping, I guess, or singing. But whoever created it's definitely going to get sued. Yeah. Because his voice is intellectual property. You can't just, like, impersonate him. Yeah, that is true. But it's just scary. Like, like, someone can be, like, mimicking my voice. Well, wasn't there the whole thing about what do they call it? It was like a deep fake where it was like you could like my body would be here on camera, but they could completely like make my face look like a celebrity. And there was like this whole thing about like a filter. No, no, no. It would be like me sitting here, but like they would change my face and my body to look like Selena Gomez and they would make like sex videos using these things to like create what? me looking like someone else. Yeah, I think I saw a conspiracy, but like it's 100% legit. Like it was crazy and it was a really big thing because like they were putting celebrities' faces on these people. It looks so real and it's like 100% not them, but like they were creating these videos. Yeah, it's pretty scary. Kind of creepy. Yeah, it's pretty creepy, but 
Yeah. Yeah. Technology is kind of crazy. Technology is very fascinating and very scary at the same time. Like robots? (laughs) Yeah. I mean. Like what happens if there really is like a robot army, you know? I forgot. What what was that movie? Was it iRobot or that movie with Will Smith and the robots? I'm sure you've never seen that. No. There's a lot of things that Carolyn has not been Seen. seen or heard including um the yin yang yin yang twins shake it like a salt shake it shake it like a salt shake you know it's just funny because sometimes i'm like singing something and carolyn's like are you like making that up or is that an actual song yes because sometimes okay the best way i can describe you is you have the personality of dj khaled okay this is the third time (laughs) she's said that now she's comparing me to dj khaled and i'm counting guys (laughs) I don't I don't know. Like I don't know if this is a compliment or is it kind of like a just, slap in the face. No, like, it's just I, so I, I, I you. Just don't. Because Eric just walks around our house and he's like, Let's go golfing. How he is, that's how he is in real life. Like it's just constantly random things. And I'm like, sometimes he sings these songs and I'm like, Are you creating this in your mind right now? Or like is this a song I've never heard? Yeah, well, anywho, I'm like singing, I'm like, Say it like a salt sugar, sugar, like a salt. No, sugar. you kept singing. She's leaking. She's leaking. She's soaking, soaking wet. wet. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell are you saying? Like, is this? All the, that's when I was like, are you making this up? Or like, is that a real song? Yeah. So I made a post on Instagram that a poll. no, a poll that no one gave me clout on. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I know you see my story. Like, and thank you for those who like voted. voted. Yeah. I, I appreciate you guys contributing to the to that but i'm like you okay. gotta work on your engagement on social media people are not engaged that's the last thing i care about good what was the percentage who how many people have heard it like 80 percent, 90 percent. let me just so 66 people saw it at the beginning and only nine people voted yes and you were the only one that voted never heard of it Aww. so that kind of puts <laughs> things in perspective so i'm like i know you guys saw my story hmm. so i'm like Interesting. I wonder, did that song come out in like the 2000s? I guess. They That's when I twins. wasn't listening to anything besides Christian music, baby. Sorry. I'm a heathen. <laughs> I, I can just imagine heathen. you listening to that BSN just like in the basketball court. Just like, yeah, shake it like a salt shaker. For those listening, BSN was a club for like It was teens. a children club. But it, but like it wasn't like like no like adult supervision. Like there was like adults so like kids couldn't work on kids so like they tried they tried and some succeeded but like they got the like little like flashlight, flashlight on them yeah <laughs> BS- bsn was popping bsn was popping it stood for bedford saturday night yeah. and they what time did it open like 8 p.m i think it opened at 7 and there was like a line out the door and what time did it close midnight they yeah they had to close at midnight either midnight or 11 but i remember it was always funny because you would see the same little tatianas you would see the same people and some like it was the like it was the place to be as a teen like it was well not even teen baby that was like elementary school elementary school like i think it was like fifth sixth grade like i was thought i never i never went no you weren't you were in the basketball room i'm sure and you were getting snacks i think that was your priority was the snacks yeah so they would have like Tickets. A little snack yeah, shack. Like tickets that you would pay and it would give you like tickets to buy like snacks. Oh, yeah, that was the main thing, snacks. And they would have like a basketball court. They would have like knockout. 
they would have this half court shot that you would like they would line up and if you made it you won something but yeah those were oh my gosh those were the days those were the days you're so funny as a kid i can just imagine you in there like eating some candy and stuff with a big coke like i know you want to say it so just go ahead and tell the audience about the food motivation the food motivation Okay, I, I really didn't want to say it, but I didn't want to embarrass you. <laughs> Eric was very food motivated as a child. I was pretty uh, I was pretty chunky as a kid. Eric, I mean, I'm still Eric loves food. He always has. And this story brought me to my knees when his mom told me this. So, you know, normal kids, when they get in trouble, they get grounded from like, oh, you can't play the Xbox. I'm going to take your phone. You can't go hang out with your friends. When Eric would get in trouble when he was a little kid, he would get grounded and he couldn't go eat McDonald's. Yeah, my mom would not take me to McDonald's. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. And it really worked because he was so, he loved food and he loved McDonald's. I love McDonald's. And then I started thinking, I'm like, hmm, was she really punishing me because I wasn't like behaving or was my mom just broke at the time? You know, but no, I think she was punishing <laughs> Maybe she was. Well, back then, McDonald's actually was cheap. Nowadays, McDonald's is not cheap. And that is a hot take. It's expensive. No, seriously. We went to McDonald's and got breakfast. And it was like, we got a McGriddle meal and a, like, a biscuit meal. And it was like 16 No, not even. It was, it was like, like $18. $18, 18 20 bucks, And I'm like, I kid you not, guys. I had to look at my receipt because I was like, this shit ain't adding up. And I was like, damn. It's crazy. Like, McDonald's, it used to be like $1 sausage thing. Like one dollar hash brown, one dollar drink, and we should have been able to eat for seven dollars. But no, it's seventeen. What'd you even get at McDonald's as a kid? Did you get chicken nuggets or like a Big Mac? What'd you get? A Big Mac, really? A Big Mac? <laughs> you think I'm gonna be a little kid eating a Big Mac? You know why I say that's that? Fat, no, that's no a fat joke. one of my employees' daughters eats Big Macs, and she's oh in my. elementary school. Well, I'm scared of that little girl. <laughs> Not, that's why not, I said not that. in a bad way, not in a bad way, but I'm saying well, that's she has why an appetite. that's why I said, did you get a Big Mac or like nuggets? No, I my, bet you my, got a ten pack nugget with sweet and sour pack, sauce. Ten piece, ten piece nuggets, a meal, sweet and sour sweet sauce. And sour, sweet and sour sauce was high C punch. But yeah, the high C punch. That was that was my that was my sweet email. I just I know <laughs> you so well, but yeah. So I joke with Eric sometimes, and I'm like. Come here, you want a treat? Because I'm like, he's so food motivated, like a dog. So I'm like, come here, you want an ice cream? You want an ice cream? <laughs> a man has to eat. I gotta eat. That's just one of our inside jokes. So now y'all are aware of our McDonald's story. Yeah. I think I have gotten everything off of my chest. I'm very happy that I was able to join on the podcast. Podcast. <laughs> I was very happy that I was able to join on the podcast last minute. I will be sending you my invoice. I will be rejecting that invoice. <laughs> rejected rejected but i hope everyone that's listening i hope that you are having a phenomenal wednesday we are halfway through the week i hope everybody shake it like a salt shake it shake it like a salt shake it like a salt on this happy hump day yay yay since i didn't say in the beginning it's almost fry yay 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 thank you so much for tuning in to my quarter life crisis make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend all about my quarter life crisis you can find us on Instagram at myquarterlifecrisis.pod and you can follow me on Instagram at caroline.clon. Until next week, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.